Good morning. It is uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock, and uh, we're going to hear from, uh, let's see, who we're going to hear. Oh, Jennifer Bukowski should be with us at 1030. She's got a whole host of topics that she wants to talk about, including finally a royal story that, uh, well, Brian can sink his teeth into uh, because there's been a paucity of royals information coming from Jennifer. I noticed that. But she is going to talk about Fonnie Willis and what's going on in Georgia. Um, she's got a whole host of uh, topics that I think are going to be interesting. Quick reminder for Thursday, the uh, Supreme Court is going to hear the case uh, dealing with President Trump being on the ballot and the insurrection uh, issue. And uh, Dave Rowland, who is our constitutional attorney, will be listening to that uh, and to those arguments. And he will be on the program at 11.15 on Thursday. And he will give us an update what he heard uh, and and uh, what direction he thinks the uh, the court will go. And it has huge implications because Democrats all around the country are trying to keep Trump off the ballot. And even in red states, they're filing to do this. So uh, you'll want to make uh, make a note in your calendar for that. Uh, also, uh, State Senator Bill Eigel, he will be with us this morning. That will be at uh, 9.35. And uh, we'll get a look at the housing market with my real estate agent. Uh, the, uh, the group of Meyer Works uh, bought and sold uh, our, our real estate. And we'll find out what the market is like. Interest rates effect uh, of, uh, of inventory, etc. That will be at 11.35. So that kind of gives you an idea of what's up and uh, what's on topic. Super Bowl is coming up. And uh, Brian, have you, have you put any money on the game? I have not. No, we're not allowed to do that here in the Show Me State. Why, why, why can't we uh, bet Because here? only government can allow gambling to occur to occur. Yeah. Well, but but it's my money if I want to put it no, on pitch No, no, you're too stupid to uh, to gamble. I literally have to have permission from the state of Missouri to bet <laughs> on the home team winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh huh. How is it they even have the authority to regulate that? You got how, me. How is it they even have the authority to regulate that? I, uh, I'm going to run a, a lightning survey here. Just that this doesn't count as your call of the day. This is just a lightning survey. Should we be allowed to gamble in the state of Missouri? And more specifically, should we be able to bet on the Super Bowl or football games? 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Should you be able to, to bet... On football in the state of Missouri, if 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 not, why not? Because uh, I have absolutely no problem with it. I don't gamble. I am not much of a gambler. Um, it just it, you know, on occasion I'll, I'll bet on something, but not very often. And I don't see where the state of Missouri should have the right to say you can't. In fact, I'll go a step further. I think if somebody wants to open a casino. In downtown Columbia, they should be allowed to do it. Of course, they have to build it two stories, because you know how the city of Columbia is. 
For those of you living outside Columbia, in the city of Columbia, if you want to build a, a commercial property on Broadway, it's got to be two stories. They they literally wouldn't let a CVS drugstore open up on Broadway in downtown Columbia because the building wasn't two stories tall. What a load of poop. So here it is. Should you be allowed to bet on football? And further, if you want to, should we just be allowed to gamble? How is it the state says you can't? Where the hell did they get that authority? Who gave that right to the uh, legislature? Quick tip, that would never happen with libertarians. They figure you're an adult, can handle your own money the way you choose. Let's go to the phones and find out what you're thinking. Leroy is on first. Good morning, Leroy. Should you be able to gamble on the Super Bowl in the state of Missouri? Most definitely, yes. Aren't you afraid that people might gamble away their paycheck? Um, I'm okay with that. I do feel that you should have the right to be able to gamble on football or anything else you want. Wow. What a heathen you are. I agree with you. That's right. Fellow heathen. All right. Thank you, Leroy. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Why should we have to rely on this? It's it's so bizarre, the stuff that we accept the government having power over. What we consume, what medicine we can have, what doctors we can visit, uh, how our uh, uh, barbers, uh, you know, uh, get regulated through the state, um, whether or not we can gamble. I mean, what? What hubris that they should have that, you know, that they think they should have that power. You should be able to bet. You should be able to gamble. It, it shouldn't be something the state has anything to say about or to do with. It was illegal. You, it was illegal in Ohio. I don't know if it is now or not. I don't think so. I think you can bet on football games now. But in Ohio... Uh, you couldn't bet on anything. You couldn't gamble. And football's the big thing. Everybody gambles on football. Everybody uh, will place a bet on football. And it was illegal. So these guys would print up these tickets and bring them into the bar. As you know, I was in the tavern business. My father uh, and mother were, and my grandparents were, and my sister and I were. They would bring in these tickets, and they would sell the ticket and, and make the bet. They were bookies operating outside the law in the state of Ohio. So writing a law that prohibited something that someone wanted to provide and someone wanted to purchase didn't stop it from happening. It just made it more dangerous. All right, let me uh, let me do this. Uh, you can go to GaryNolan.com and send me a message. It will pop up in studio. Uh, it's only illegal because it's not taxed, uh, says Nancy. Naturally, they have to tax Meaning everything. the state doesn't get their cut. Apparently. Huh. Although when you win 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever, you go out and spend it, they get, well, that doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. Hayes, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. Um, I gamble all the time and I'm taxed on it. Every. Uh, you, you, I, you go to the stock? <laughs> no, every time I eat Chinese food. <laughs> it's always a gamble. You know, you never know. And, uh, you know, you're, you're you're still paying your sales tax on that. But, no, um, to your point, though, absolutely it shouldn't be taxed. I mean, it's 
it's ridiculous. It's like any other thing. It's like you guys say you're too stupid, and that's the government. That's Missouri State government interfering in what we should be allowed to do with what we make every day. You know, the legislature should get together today and legalize it before the game. <laughs> well, uh, that, absolutely. Yeah, good luck getting that together. Yeah, that's right. Hayes, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Roy, good morning. Good morning. You can gamble on anything you want, um, as long as you don't do it in dollars, because those aren't yours. Those belong to the government. I have a bet on the game, and it's in, measured in pizza and beer. Pizza and beer. Wow. You are a really risky gambler, aren't you? Well, it's a friend. I don't want to take him too bad. <laughs> well, I assume that your friend doesn't live in the state of Missouri? Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri. And he's vo- it, uh, I know you're voting for, you're, you're betting Kansas City will win. Yeah, so it's going to be which one of us buys the pizza and which one of us buys the beer. Maybe we'll bet, bet point spread. I don't know. All right. Roy, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, boy. Yeah, apparently there is one Republican that is kind of standing in the way of this sports betting. Denny Hoskins, uh, he has uh, kind of been introducing bills year after year, but standing firm that his version and only his version should be the one to pass. Seems a little bizarre. Shouldn't I just be able to gamble if I want? It's my No, you, you can't do it on your own. But it's my money. Well, the thing is, Gary... Gear, let me change my voice. <laughs> Here comes Gary. Brian the liberal. Suppose we allow gambling in in bars, and you come in and have too many, and you're putting money in a slot machine, and all of your money is now gone. We can't allow that kind of behavior in the state of Missouri. How's that? Uh, that was really a poor uh, impersonation of Gary the Liberal, <laughs> but I, I I would be willing to bet it's not the it's not the Democrats and the progressives. I bet it's the it's the Republicans that are uh, probably yeah opposed to this. Yeah, it's 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 none of their damn business. Just stay the hell out of it. If if somebody wants to open up a casino, can you imagine what would happen if somebody opened up a casino in Colombia? Can you imagine how many people would come here? How many people would spend their money here? How good it would be for business and the economy? But would it no, have no. to uh, float on water somewhere? Because I not think a, there's... Not if, not if the libertarians had anything to I do with see. it. It would be... I don't know how that ever came to be. Oh, you can gamble. You just can't gamble on the land. Yeah. What? How well, did that you know happen? what? Maybe, maybe that's because if you run out of money, you might want to float alone. <laughs> uh, float alone. See what I did? I float see what al- you did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning, Gary. Uh, now the government would have to get their cut of the gambling proceeds, and uh, you know darn well that they would have to uh, say that there couldn't be any advertising uh, for the gambling. You know, just like with the uh, lottery you know uh, of course they don't they don't do that you know they said from get-go there wouldn't be any advertising of it you know how that goes i mean they they definitely don't do any advertising there so they wouldn't be doing any advertising on the gambling you know yeah yeah there's no advertising in the lottery much right right exactly yeah Yeah. uh 
Uh, how pathetic. All right, Greg, yeah. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Is it surprising, Brian, that nobody has called up and said, no, you shouldn't have the right to gamble? Uh, I would think that if it ended up on the ballot, it would pass overwhelmingly. I'm going to ask Bill Eigel when he comes on whether he would support legalizing gambling in the state of Missouri. It's my money. Damn it, I'll do with it as I please. All right, I'm up against the clock. Uh, this is a lightning survey. doesn't count as your call of the day. Should you be able to vote on the Super Bowl or football in the state of Missouri? Should we just legalize gambling? Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. You can't bet on the Super Bowl even though the Chiefs are in the game. How ridiculous is that? How is it that the state is telling me I can't gamble with my money? Where'd they get that authority? Why do they think they should even have that authority? Good morning. It's 23 minutes after 9 o'clock. Uh, and I was doing a lightning survey. And so far, nobody has disagreed uh, with the thought that we should be able to gamble as we see fit. Dusty sent me a message. He said, you should absolutely be uh, able to bet on the Super Bowl and allowed to, uh, to gamble in general. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not into gambling, but if others want to, they should be able to. Steve says, talk about hypocrisy. Denny Hoskins is holding up the gambling legislation, and he sits on and is one of the most vocal members of the Missouri Freedom Caucus. Yet, he denies us our freedom to gamble. I don't know why we put up with this. Why, why do we put up with this? That, it's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Part of the problem, of course, is the income tax. If you just had a consumption tax, uh, it would be even easier to pass. Isn't life insurance gambling, asks Jamie. Yes, yeah, so's the stock market. You're betting, when you buy stock in a corporation, you're betting that they will do something uh, that will generate tons of revenue and profit for you. It's a gamble. They may go down the dumper and you lose your money. But it's still gambling and it's, and it's legal. Should gambling be legal? Yes, writes Robert. At my age, I gamble every time I pass gas. <laughs> uh, I don't need to know anymore. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, Gary, yes is my vote in this survey. I bet the Chiefs will win 17-3. to 3. There, I did it, Carol. Well, we're... Our, if if politicians are listening, and I know they are, why aren't you getting in front of this? Why aren't you making this happen? I I don't know. All right, eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Heart disease, the number one cause of death in the United States in the last few decades, though, with advances in preventative. Uh, medicine and management of coronary artery disease, the occurrence of heart attacks in older adults has been declining. This is good news, isn't it, Brian? I think so. Yes. Uh, alarmingly, though, the occurrence of heart attacks in uh, and, and other forms of heart disease among younger adults 20 to 50 is increasing. The increase in cardiovascular problems in this group in 2020 and 2021 was so great that it contributed 
to declines in life expectancy. Well, you know, 20 to 50-year-olds should be pretty damned healthy. What's gone wrong here? What's causing this disturbing trend? Study finds says uh, there's evidence these heart conditions are the consequence of poor food choices and lack of exercise. Well, maybe if we weren't afraid of red meat, maybe if we weren't told eat refined carbohydrates for, what, 15 years, 20 years, maybe if we weren't told those lies by the government, I might add, this wouldn't be as much of a problem. But there apparently is a major problems, a problem here. Um, the uh, number of young people that are suffering heart attacks is going up. Research published in the American Journal of Medicine assessed uh, more than 2,000 young adults hospitalized for heart attacks, 2000 to 2016, 20%, one in five, occurred in patients 40 years old or younger. They had the same risk as older adults to die from another heart attack, stroke, or other condition. And of all things, Brian, the heart disease risk is greater in young women than in young men. The, uh, the women are often uh, black, have a history of diabetes, chronic kidney disease, high blood pressure, or a previous stroke. Well, I think the food pyramid is prob probably part of it. I think that's a great deal to do with it. These kids were, these people were raised on the food pyramid. They were told in school what to eat. Uh, we've been hearing this message for years and years and years. Don't, don't eat red meat. Don't eat red meat. Turns out red meat's good for you. I don't know. Don't, uh, don't let the government tell you what to do. That's all I can tell you. Don't let the government tell you what you can do. And, and do your homework. Research everything. Because um, while it can be confusing, getting both sides, and I'm talking, because I was talking yesterday about taking statins. Some people take statins, they have no problems. Other people take them, and it affects them in all kinds of adverse ways. Do your homework. When, a, when you get a, a prescription, do your homework. Look it up. Go on the. You have access to the entire world uh, right on your smartphone. Do your homework. All right. Uh, coming up, Senator Eigel is uh, is going to be with us. I'm going to ask him about this gambling thing. I'm going to ask him why we don't have the right right to gamble. Now, especially with with the Super Bowl and the Chiefs. People want to be able. It's fun. It adds, it adds a little, a little more excitement to the game. And you should be allowed to do it. And the government shouldn't have the right to stop you. And for that matter, you should be able to open a casino. You should have slot machines wherever somebody wants one. You have a gas station. You can put a slot machine in it. I mean, they do this in Las Vegas. How is it that everybody in in Nevada isn't you know? Brokered the Ten Commandments. They're allowed to gamble, and they've got slot machines everywhere. You can't even get out of the... You get to the airport, and you get to gamble one last time before you board the plane. they got slot machines there, too. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. 
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is 9.35, and as promised, uh, Senator Bill Eigel is with us. He is on not because of any campaign or political action. He is simply on because he is a member of the state Senate here in Missouri, and I want to find out what he thinks about things. And right now, we've been talking about uh, gambling on the Super Bowl, and I can't understand why people in the state of Missouri can't gamble at will. How does the government have the authority to tell me I can't bet on the Chiefs or anything else? Senator, Senator Eigel, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Good morning. Good morning. Should I not be able to gamble if I choose? It's my money. I earned it. Well, uh, I tell you what, I, there's an argument out there that uh, that certainly agrees with exactly what you're saying, Gary. Now, I will say that gambling uh, is heavily regulated in the state of Missouri because it's specifically in our Constitution uh, to allow certain gambling licenses. Uh, and that's what the people of the state of Missouri have agreed that we're going to have, where they allow 13 gambling licenses. And then there are a few exceptions in the Constitution relative to the lottery and a few, couple other things where the Constitution has allowed... Uh, uh, gambling in certain instances uh, as it relates to the lottery, like I said, but otherwise it's pretty restricted. So now to your philosophical question, uh, should we allow gambling in the state of Missouri? Uh, here's here's what I've always said about gambling and sports gambling, the Chiefs, what, what have you. If, if I had to uh, make a list of the 100 most pressing issues uh, in this state uh, that, that I think that the legislature needs to address in order to push our state forward to get us to compete with the other big red states, uh, I don't know that sports gambling is on that list. Uh, You know, this is a an issue uh, that I think there are a there are folks out there that want to be able to gamble, and I'm certainly willing to have that conversation. But the idea that gambling uh, should come before any discussions of of what we're doing now with IP reform, with cutting taxes, and some of the other things, uh, I just I just don't see it happening. And and quite frankly, we saw the gambling discussion hijack some of the bigger priorities last session. I mean, the reason that we don't have a personal property tax cut right now uh, is because there was a couple special interests in particular that wanted to see gambling become legal in this state. And the, the folks, the special interests that are pushing a legalization of gambling, uh, which I'm fine to have that conversation, but the folks pushing that are the sports teams who are making millions and billions right now. And I, I just don't see that that is one of the pressing issues facing the state. I'm open to the conversation. If there's a deal to be had there, uh, I'm willing to listen. But uh, we, we certainly have more important things to talk about. Well, I think it's it's bigger than just the issue of gambling. It's it's bigger because it deals with personal freedom, and I should have the right to to consume what I choose to consume, spend what I choose to spend, gamble if I choose to do it. Uh, and I think the state of Missouri has uh, given itself way too much power to regulate all of those things, and so is the federal government. Uh, so I think it's it's bigger than just gambling itself. Uh, it's it deals with personal freedoms. In well, the meantime, in the meantime, uh, this uh, IP reform. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like you may have uh, you know scored a victory here. You're on the way. <laughs> yes. Let me say one other thing, and I, I do agree with you that the conversation about where government involvement should and uh, should end when it comes to your personal decisions is a very legitimate one. Is the conversation about gambling a symptom of that? Yeah, I, I think it is. Uh, of course, like I said, I, I think there are, are are far more areas that the government is infringing on your rights, even before we get to that one. But I just want to acknowledge that I, I see where you're going, and yes, that that is a pressing conversation. Uh, now, IP reform. I, I tell you, um, 
Yeah, IP reform, Gary, is something that we've been talking about as a Republican Party for doing for a couple of years now. And it was our number one priority last year. We couldn't find a way to get it done, even though both chambers, the Senate and the House, individually passed uh, an initiative petition reform bills. Uh, it didn't get done. And generally when that happens, there, there's no bigger culprit than leadership. If both chambers actively were voting for it and still it couldn't get done, you know you had some uh, machinations going on there and some real problems amongst the leadership team to not be able to work that out. So when we came into this session, there was a small group of senators, the Freedom Caucus down in Jefferson City, that said, uh, if we don't see action right away, we're going to start slowing down and gumming up the chamber uh, until we see real action on moving initiative petition reform through the system. And quite frankly, initiative petition, you know, the, the pro-abortion folks out there have, are putting together millions of dollars in their signature campaign to enshrine abortion back in our, con our Constitution using a very vulnerable process that's a pretty low standard to change the founding document of our state. So, uh, sure enough, the first three weeks of session go by, and uh, the, Senate, the Senate pro tem, Caleb Brown, doesn't even refer the bills to get the process started. So we start slowing things down. Uh, we start holding up gubernatorial appointments. And wouldn't you know, as a result of us doing that, all of a sudden the initiative petition reform bills have rocketed through the system. They went from first referral uh, a week and a half ago to being ready for Senate floor debate today. So they made it all the way through the committee process, voted out of committee, taken into the floor, and they're ready to be uh, debated on the Senate floor today. There has never been a bill that went from a complete stop like that, uh, where it was at the three-week point, to getting to the Senate floor in as short a period of time as the initiative petition reform bills had. And it's only because the Freedom Caucus did what they did. In fact, before we went down that road, Senator Cindy O'Loughlin said that, well, this may be, she actually said this in public, that she thought it would be a last day of session kind of thing. So uh, it, it reaffirms that, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's uncomfortable uh, to watch us make the swamp uncomfortable uh, but that's exactly what we did, and absolutely, uh, my hope is that we're going to pass a bill uh, reforming and protecting our Constitution uh, out of the Senate this week. We couldn't have done it if we hadn't been willing to make the swamp uncomfortable. Yeah, and willing to sacrifice. You lost your parking space? <laughs> yeah, I well, I lost my parking space and my chairmanship, and, you know, they were actually talking about coming in and taking the furniture out of my office. I guess I would have been sitting on the floor, and, you know, these are just, these are just things they do, uh, leadership does, to intimidate certain members, to threaten them, to try to silence them. We're not going to be silenced. We're not intimidated by that. They can take every piece of furniture in my office. I'll sit on the floor if I have to. I'm not worried about that. We're going to continue fighting for the initiative petition reform uh, bills. We're going to fight for cutting personal property tax. As soon as initiative petition has moved out of the chamber, we're going to start looking for the next big red item. Uh, I think that may be a cut to personal property taxes. So we've got a lot more to do this session, and we just couldn't afford to wait until May to start the process. Well, look, Senator, if they, if, if they get puerile enough to take away your furniture, I will send you a card table and some folding chairs. <laughs> I, want, I want one of those foldable lawn chairs. You know, those they make some really comfortable ones the down Shays at the lounge. Pro shop that you can, we can get. They'll be really nice. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you should get you a chaise lounge, a little cup holder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh -oh. So, and, and, and again, that is where 
uh, you know you're winning the philosophical argument when your opponents, who in this case uh, are our leadership team, are reduced to the kind of pettiness that they're talking about. And, you know, we see this at the national level. This is what they do to Donald Trump. You know, they, they, they try to kick Trump off the ballot. They charge him with all these crimes. They're trying to silence him. And, and they know that they're losing the national argument in that, that case. And now our leadership down here in Jefferson City knows that they're losing the argument uh, with us. And everyone in the public is coming onto our side. So we've actually had now uh, a dozen central committees, uh, Republican central committees around the state of Missouri write a letter in support of the Freedom Caucus and denouncing our leadership team. And even though it's only 12 uh, central committees, they're coming from pretty big counties, Jackson County, St. Charles County. Those 12 central committees represent about 40% of the total population of the state of Missouri. So it has been, uh, there's never been a rebuke of leadership uh, to my knowledge, uh, uh, a public rebuke like this happening as what's happened to Cindy Laughlin and Kayla Browden. So we're going to keep going. We're not going to be afraid. All right. Uh, who has your parking space now? Uh, I think Mary Elizabeth Coleman got it. <laughs> so, so she's uh, she's in the parking spot, uh, and that's okay. It's uh, it is a good parking spot. I'm not going to lie; it was a great one. It was uh, right next to the elevator. Normally, they distribute these parking spots based on seniority, and of course, myself, uh, Senator Hoskins, and Senator Koenig are three of the four uh, most senior members of the entire Senate chamber. But uh, that's okay. My wife was actually joking with me that she thinks it's a good thing because I'm going to get a few extra steps in the morning. <laughs> a little exercise. My heart, right? A little exercise never hurt anybody. Right, no worries. <laughs> All right, Senator Eigel, thank you for being with us. Uh, always appreciate having you on the program. Awesome, thanks, Gary. Have a great morning. We'll talk soon. All right, you take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh God, that was funny. All right, eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free numbers eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. You got to admire the guy. I mean, the, the Freedom Caucus did their job, and uh, and and they got it done. Uh, political organizer, former president of the city council in Atlantic City, charged with submitting fraudulent mail-in ballots. Uh, just how big a problem is that? And Illinois using a drone as part of an arrest program. All coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 10 minutes to 10. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. So President Biden, <laughs> I just, I just, uh, we're going to play some audio. And you're going to have to listen carefully because it's it's perhaps not the best uh, the best copy of the audio, but it is uh, President Biden talking about a séance that he attended. Uh, at least I I think that's what it was. Right, right after I was elected, I went to what they call a G7 meeting, Hall of NATO leaders. I was in I was in South Korea, and I sat down and I said, "America's back." Later on, um, Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, why, why, how long are you back? All right, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. First, first, it, the sad part about being on radio is you can't see the face of the president. Uh, if you could have, if you could have seen the look on his face. When he realized he was completely at sea and had no idea what he was going to say, it, it's, it's well worth... Um, it, 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 we I just, think I would have rather seen the face of his aides. Oh, that would have been fun. That would have been <laughs> great fun. But not only that, apparently this G7 meeting was a, a seance uh, because he was talking to a dead guy. 
guy had been dead for quite a few years. But that didn't stop him from going on with his story. This, this president is not going to have that Super Bowl interview that past presidents have had. Uh, there's no obligation, uh, certainly not a legal obligation. It's just something that presidents do. But he's not going to do it. Now, why do you suppose that the president of the United States can't sit down and have an interview, uh, the, the traditional Super Bowl interview? Why do you think that is? Brian, any idea why that might be? Uh, because they don't want him out in the forefront yeah. for the very reason that we just played yep you know they I have mean, no control you, if you were biden's handler, handler <laughs> would, i mean what would you say no uh, no 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 <laughs> go down in the basement <laughs> yeah i would try and convince everybody that china flu is back and we're not exposing the old guy that's uh that's clearly the case i am Every time I wa whether I'm watching him walk or listening to him talk <laughs> or shake hands with a ghost, oh, I am I am absolutely convinced that they are going to drop him at the last minute or that he is going to drop out at the last minute. They'll go to the convention and somebody else will be nominated and it'll be anybody uh, more charismatic than him. And I, I, I seriously think they've probably already got somebody in line. There's somebody they're already thinking about uh, having because they're looking at this polling data and they're convinced they, they've got to know they can't win. It isn't possible. Uh, we're going to have Trump and they'll have somebody, anybody but Biden. And then, and then we'll uh, we'll be stuck with another Democrat. Not that in the end of the day, at the end of the day, it doesn't uh, it doesn't really matter. It it really doesn't. Neither neither political party is likely to do anything to fix the, what ails us. I've come to the conclusion that human beings are not governable. They they can't handle freedom. And that they will slip their head in the noose every time. Historically, that has always been the case. Every republic has been turned into a democracy, including ours, and then subsequently failed. That's going to be us. I, I don't know if it's inherent greed, but I, I think that's the case. I think human beings are inherently greedy. Um, I'll be curious to see if anybody uh, has a better explanation. But I do think that's the problem with human nature. We are inherently greedy. Somebody comes up with an idea to, <clears throat> to, to uh, take your money and spend it and the group of people that are the recipients jump on board. Somebody said, we're going to raise taxes on uh, people's income and we're going to use it to support the poor. The poor get on board. And it's not just that they are in agreement. It's that they vote for it. 
That's the ridiculousness of our system, the way it's been perverted. You get to vote to take away other people's money. You know, the way it was originally set up with the Senate um, uh, operating uh, in a way that uh, simply reflected the, 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 uh, the state instead of the people, this couldn't happen. Yeah, what a, we're just not governable, and we're greedy. Would you agree we're greedy, Brian? Yeah. Human would, nature? Yeah. In fact, I really liked your definition that you often use about uh, greed and what the real definition is. Well, you know, about how people that don't actually earn the money want someone else's money for something they want. Yeah. That's, and it's like, ah, that's perfect. Yeah, they they say, oh, it's greedy because you don't want to give up the money you've earned. Right. No, no, that's not greed. Greed is when you insist on taking somebody else's money for something you want, right. something you haven't earned. Uh, Joe, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to say last week on uh, Glenn Beck, he said that uh, Megyn Kelly, formerly of Fox News, said she had some really creditable sources uh, with uh, regarding the Democrats that they are going to get rid of Joe Biden, and they're grooming Michelle Obama. And he said, she said that they're they're spot on with that. Well, I I will be surprised if it's Michelle Obama, but there, you know, she couldn't possibly, in her worst day, garner uh, less support than Joe Biden. I agree. All right, Joe, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. I absolutely think that he is not going to run. Uh, regarding gambling, uh, you're ignoring the costs that get imposed on others by problem gamblers. See, this is the stupid... I hear this... <laughs> this is the kind of thing I always hear. Well, you're, you want to legalize drugs, but you're ignoring the cost of uh, rehabilitating drug addicts. It's not for the government to do. Uh, take some time to examine the numerous studies that have looked at this. Look. They gamble in Las Vegas. How is it that it's the state of Nevada is full of prosperous people? It, it, this is a problem with the conservatives. They're the ones that don't want gambling and, and uh, won't legalize prostitution and all this stuff. And they think they're curing the problem. Instead, they're driving it underground. Roger, do you honestly think that people are not going to gamble on the Super Bowl in, in the state of Missouri? They are absolutely going to gamble on it. And Roger, do you not think that the uh, Powerball and uh, what's the other one? Powerball and uh, Mega Millions isn't gambling, and yet the state of Missouri does it? People gamble, Roger. This is nonsense. There is no argument that makes sense that the government should stop me from gambling if I choose. Uh, we'll do uh, more on the uh, other side of the news on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.